This is a HeadGum Podcast. Do you call your fans Duddles? No, we're the Duddles. You're the Duddles, and your fans are the, the Duddleettes. We don't have a name for our fans. You don't have a name for your fans? No. Maybe you should. Maybe we should. Maybe we come up with one on this episode without Caldwell. I think that would be the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need a say in yeah, this. Yeah, don't. We should not consult him at all. We should insult him. Yeah. Let's let's toss some ideas. Let's toss some ideas right now. What's up, uh, Droblers? What's up, um, Droblins? Droblins? That's kind of like go- goblins. It's like goblins, but they're Droblins. They're Droblins. What's up, uh, what, what should weezers? What's up, fuckers? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a podcast. Here's a podcast for you. You little shits. You little... You ungrateful shits. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, you ingrates? Week in, week out, we come here (laughs) delivering you that high-quality audio content, and what do you do? Fucking nothing. Just sit there. Just sit there and listen. To be real hostile. Yeah. Caldwell's the only person holding back my wrath. Now that you're here, you're the the dark Caldwell. You're here to unleash my evil. Yeah, this is like like Wrath of the Lich King, but it's it's Wrath of the, the Nath King. Wrath of the Salt King. Wrath of the Salt King, there it is. That's me, I'm the Salt King. You're the Salt King. There is a Salt Throne in Game of Thrones. Oh, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Because there's like the uh, the Salty Dragon Islands. Yeah, the Iron Islands, they yeah. call them. But they, they should just call them the Salty Islands. <laughs> the Salty Islands. We're salt born. Yeah. <laughs> We're born from salt. <laughs> just an island of trolls. We're losing the war, and it's bullshit. <laughs> not fair. It's not fair. Hacks. <laughs> the teams are unbalanced. <laughs> Nerf, please. <laughs> Nerf Baratheons. <laughs> Where are the devs? <laughs> Where are the devs? I need a mod. They say as they're being stabbed in the, yeah. <laughs> in the gut by a big sword. Uh. Lower the DPS on broadswords. <laughs> WTF, Targaryens get dragons? <laughs> this game's bullshit! This game's bullshit! What? What should we draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation to make art about a conversation. I'm Nathan. I'm Jacob. Wait a minute. What am I doing here? Wait a minute. You're not, you're not, I'm not Caldwell, and you're not me. How did I get here? Where am I? (laughs) Nathan, help me. What's going on? This isn't right at all. Well, we started a podcast, we gotta keep going, but we're missing a Caldwell. Caldwell's missing. Where is he? Is this like Mario is missing? It's like Mario is missing. Do we have to solve a series of educational puzzles to find him? Maybe, maybe that's what we have to do. Maybe instead of doing a drawing this week, we, we do have, long division we, for a full we, hour. We have to, we do some math problems. And hope that Caldwell pops in. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're just doing a special, special guest host episode with Jacob. It's me. Because uh, Caldwell, Caldwell's been taken. Like Liam Neeson style? Uh, yeah, I think... Well, he's not the one who does the taking, right? typically. That'd be a twist, though, wouldn't it? Right. They took him, and I do not have a set of skills. 
Yeah. I do not have a specific set of skills. I have a very broad set of skills. You answer the phone call and you're like, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have the skills right. to get her back. Yeah, how's... My skills are more are more tuned towards like comedy and art. Yeah. Is, can I use those in any way? And they're like, you better use them to make a podcast episode without Caldwell because we got him. No! We got him here. He's ours now. Sorry. Sorry. So, sorry He's making podcasts for us <laughs> now. Sorry. Captured by a rival podcasting network, mm. Gumhead. <laughs> Curse you, Gumhead! Gumhead. Uh, well, things have certainly gum to a head here. Oh, nice on on this intro. But uh, Jacob, you you've been on the podcast before. You were you were one of our earlier guests. Yeah, I was on a long time ago. Um, I made a comic I remember about pissing in the pool. You did. It was good. Yeah, I still like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember also it was summertime when this happened. Well, hey, it's summer again. It's summer again. The summer of Jacob has returned. <laughs> the summer of Jacob has returned. Jacob, our, our summer flower, as as we like to mm-hmm. call you, thank you for, for stepping in, for, for taking on the mantle of co-host. Yeah, sure, while in this in this dark time. I'm excited. I hope to be a light in your darkness, y- yes. Nathan. You are. You already are. You brought a flashlight. I did. I brought a flashlight. The... I'm going to flash it in your eyes periodically. Ow. <laughs> Ow, I can't see. I'm, I'm not going to be able... I'm a light in your darkness. I'm not going to be able to read all these emails we have to read. Just kidding. I'm Transition. Gonna, I'm going to read an email. Uh, this email comes to us from Emily. Thank you, Emily. You don't do last names on this one? We don't. To, uh, to preserve anonymity. Oh, nice! Protect yeah. the integrity of your listeners. Yeah, I don't. We don't. Emily doesn't want to get a bunch of emails. Probably. Maybe she does. Maybe I don't she know does. What she's into. I don't know, Emily. If you want a bunch of emails, email us back and tell us, and we'll give out your full. <laughs> we'll give out all your information. We'll give out all the information you want, all the personal information you could ever want exposed on this podcast. We yeah. will do. But in the meantime, Emily has sent us a uh, an email. With the subject line, what's in this box? And it is a picture of what looks to be a yard sale. And there is a, a, a skeleton box. It's a box that's just lousy with skeletons. It's got, it's, it looks like it has a spine, almost. The box has a spine on its lid. There's like six skeletons on, on the top of it that are kind of like, they don't really make any sense. Like, their legs are up by their ears. She does she does comment on that. She says, do the little skeletons have feet or double hands? It looks to me as though their legs are just like up, up by their head. Like, they've kicked their feet all the way up by their heads. Like, they're doing a yoga pose. Oh. And their hands are down And their here. hands are down. Their hands are down here below. They're, do- it's, They're showing off their, like, skeleton buttholes to everyone. I guess skeletons could be really flexible because they don't have any tendons. They're no. they're held together by whatever uh, necronomic force has animated these bones. Yeah, they're not bound by our mortal flesh and blood. And so they can do some sick splits. They can do some fun, some fun dance moves. Yeah, and some fun, you know, weird dirty poses on the top of the boxes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a kel- skeleton Karma Sutra. Yeah, for sure. And then there's this this big skeleton on the side of the box that's sort of... Oh, dude, you know what it looks like he's doing? It looks like he's reaching up to, like, take a big old toke with that <laughs> it hand. It does! He's, <laughs> like, passing, passing the... <laughs> How are they going to smoke it? They don't have lungs. And he's laying in the box, and he's just like, yes, dude. <laughs> Sick. 
I'm oh. on a box eternally blazing. It's always 420 in this box. <laughs> maybe it's a hot box. Maybe it's oh my god, maybe it's a hot box. That's a good that's a good first guess. Yeah. Hot box. Cause like that's a product I bet you could sell. Sell a hot box. A, a hot box. Like you're you're living out in in spacious Colorado. You've got that that legal herb. Mm-hmm. That sweet legal herb. You've got that beautiful large mountain home that you built for yourself because you're a big Colorado mountain person. Yeah. You're living on the cheap. You're living with beauty all around you, the you, beauty of nature. You go skiing, you you've got all this vastness, but what if you just what if you want a, a tight, confined area to fill with that dank smoke? Yeah. What if you want a New York apartment simulator? What if you Yeah, because that, that's the thing. Smoking <laughs> like smoking weed in a New York apartment is just de facto hotboxing. Yeah, you are just hotboxing. There's no way around it's it. It's like slightly larger than a car. Yeah, maybe, maybe de- <laughs> it might be if depending on the car and the apartment could be smaller. Yeah, some people could, got big cars. Yeah, some people have spacious cars. Most Hummers, I think, are bigger than most apartments in uh, Manhattan. <laughs> it's true. So you're in Colorado. You get this dope skeleton box. Yeah, you, you have your Hummer, so you can't even hotbox that because it's too big. You you want to die the little death of laying in a box and smoking yourself out. <laughs> yeah. And just really just like, and it, it has like that sensory deprivation element too. Oh, for sure, yeah. So you're just like, you're going on a spirit journey. Oh, yeah, maybe you fill it with some salty water and you float in there. Yeah, you just, float in there. I don't know how, I mean, I guess I don't know what material the inside of the box is. Maybe it's lacquered up inside so it can hold some water. The it's, outside looks pretty brittle. It does, but I bet it's reinforced by some sort of magical lacquer, you know. yes. Like you mentioned, necronomic energies. I yeah, I did to to bring a box like this into being to summon one <laughs> to summon a box with this many skeletons with this many on skeletons it. Skeletons on it that requires a necromancer of great power. <laughs> what if you needed a necromancer anytime you wanted to just use the image of a skeleton? Yeah, I mean you can't just make one. <laughs> like you need a necromancer anytime you get an X-ray done. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, like the your skeleton won't appear yeah. on the x-ray Well, that's what paper. an x-ray machine is. <laughs> an x-ray machine. It's a conduit for, <laughs> for dark energies. It's a conduit for your inner your inner skeleton man to come out and, and be like, hey. To be revealed, yeah. <laughs> revealed to all. <laughs> I would not be surprised if, like, bone doctors, mm-hmm. what are they called? Like, osteo... Osteo men, osteomancers, osteomancers. Yeah, is that what bone doctors are called. <laughs> they are now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they were secretly necromancers, and that's the reason they can like do that sort of magic on your bones, <laughs> because your skeleton is is still dead inside of you. Right. I it's, think it's still dead. It's it, you're you are just a a prison. Yeah. For your skeleton. For your dead skeleton. Waiting to come out waiting and be to come dead out in peace. And be dead and do fun stretches. Yeah, and, and do like spooky skeleton dances on <laughs> Halloween night. <laughs> but this box, I think, you you get in it, you light up, you toke up, right. you leave your physical form behind. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're out there. You astral project. You're out there in space, and then your skeleton gets some much needed alone time. <laughs> Without you and then, constantly and, making demands. And no one's going to bother you because you've you've decked out the box in dark magics. Yeah, for sure. So I think you're you're pretty much all good. 
Uh, okay, so one one possibility, it's a hot box. Another possibility, there's a box skeleton inside. A box skeleton. Yeah, so like, he, there's like a skeleton the, that lives in that box. Like the skeleton of the box. Right, of course. And it's the skeletons on the outside are a warning. Yeah, they're they're human skeletons, but I've never seen a box skeleton. Oh, you mean the skeleton of the box itself? Yeah. Like it's got its spine on the outside. Oh, it I'm, sure does. What if it's got like some ribs inside? You know, that's not so hard to believe now that I think about it. <laughs> Like you open it up and it's all bones and organs in there. Yeah, and like it's, the box. Oh just yeah, starts... it's just a full. <laughs> it's got. It does have some blood and, yeah. and organs and in there too. And it's like just too. pulsing, a pulsing, writhing mass, and it screams when you open it. It's just a living box. Yeah, and all it wants is to be left alone. It just wants to be closed. Yeah, it's for sure cursed. Either way. Either way, it's a cursed box, Emily. It's a cursed box, Emily. Did you find this box personally? Is this your own image did, did you, that you took? Yeah. Did, is this an internet box or did you get this? Because there's also just like... Some general knickknacks. There's some general knickknacks and just like a real creepy ceramic cat head. Yeah, and like a weird like almost Buddha-esque thing next to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a fun picture. There's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a very spooky yard sale. All well, I know for sure is I want a skeleton box of of my very own. The only idea for a drawing, I, I guess I have two ideas for oh, that's a drawing. Right. We're supposed to be thinking of drawing. We're supposed ideas. to be thinking of drawing ideas. <laughs> Not just talking about the, boxes. That is the premise for the show. Jacob, uh, you you've been on the show before. Have you have you ever listened to an episode? Um, here's the thing, <laughs> <laughs> and don't take this the wrong way. No. <laughs> <laughs> I should have vetted my guest host. <laughs> I have not. Well, I think I actually did listen to a couple like back did you listen, the time. You probably I, listened to the one that you were on. I listened back to that one, and I listened to a couple others from like back right around that same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I fell off. I, I talk to you guys all the time Yeah, is the thing. You, you don't need to listen to us talking yeah. because you can just talk to us. That's just like a conversation that I can't participate in right. with people that I know. Exactly. And I'll I'll talk like back at the podcast, but you guys don't ever hear me. <laughs> which seems incredibly rude. We should we should include that feature. Yeah. Do do a little voice. Include some pauses. Respo- yeah. Hey. Like, okay, now you you tell us what you think. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that right now. Yeah. Tell okay. us what you think about yeah, the box. Yeah, what's in the box? Tell us. Mhm. Mhm. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. I'm oh, sorry. What? Oh, that's incredibly offensive. Yeah, don't, That's, maybe, don't, please don't say that on yeah, our show. Maybe keep that to we yourself. We can edit that, right? What they said. We can't because we we they're saying it. Oh God, we no. can't edit other people. This this is podcast. This was a going, mistake. I was in one episode and it's going off the Online air. Online interactions are not rated by the ESRB. <laughs> oh Just, no! Listen, I think you have a lot of thinking to do. I think. Hey. Hey, no, don't, no, don't get sad. Don't, oh. don't get, don't get sad. It's okay. Don't cry. Hey, no, listen, you didn't okay. know. You, you didn't, didn't know. know. You didn't know. It's okay. Just next time just we next ask. Just next time. Yeah. Think just, you know. People listen to this. Maybe, you, probably a kid listens to it. Probably at least one child, at least one British child listens to this show. One British orphan listens to this one show. One British orphan listens to this show and. And he's just saying, how could you? How could you? Say that about British orphans. Why would you even stoop to such a level as to say that about <laughs> British orphans. Don't I have it hard enough? I've just got to pick a pocket or two. 
<laughs> Not all British orphans are pickpockets. That was uh, offensive of me to say. It was offensive of you to say. So, so look, we all make mistakes. Let's do another email. Sure. <laughs> 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 this email comes to us from Chris, who says, oh, "Man, I wish I could say his last name is Rad." Chris with a rad last name. You hey, know who you are. Make up, make up your own last name for what you think Chris's last name is. Yeah, it's super rad. It's a rad last name. Think of a rad last name. I hope that didn't give away too much personal information about Chris. I'm sure it's fine. He's trying to keep his rad last name under wraps. Yeah. Uh, Chris's email is titled, Stupid Questions. Chris writes, Dear Drawists, a lot of physics questions have unrealistic assumptions, like... Assume no friction or assume no air resistance. How might other subjects run with this idea? Biology example. How long does a pom-pom crab live? Assume for reincarnation. Sincerely, Chris. Okay, that is true about physics questions. Physics questions, um, yeah, they they do do that. I, I haven't taken a class, let alone a science class, in many years. Many a year, yeah. Uh, but I do remember that they would... Posit situations that didn't happen in real life. Yeah, just to see if you could figure them out. Um, what are some other subjects? Well, I mean, you could you could do it with math and really mess with some people. Assume assume three is four. I was like, what? Not do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> assume there's an extra number, blevin. 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 Divide it by twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Please, please help. I feel like you could also get more abstract with it and be like, you know, you could do a word problem and be like, you know, train A leaves from the station at this time and train train B uh, leaves at this time. Um, For this question, assume that the number six is racist. (laughs) It's like, how does that affect anything? Should I just be careful around the number six on this one? Should I scold it? What do I do? What do I what do I do? Do I do I link an article to the to, to number six? Yeah, link an article to it explaining. Do I do I just do I just block six on social media or do I try and engage with them and see if maybe like maybe they're just ignorant, they're not hateful, they just don't understand. Yeah, that it opens a whole host of other questions. Yeah. And then and then the trains crash into each other. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, because <laughs> you didn't solve it in time. Meanwhile, <laughs> these real trains that we started on these paths for the per- we can't. <laughs> we were counting on you. Everything else about the question is real. Yeah. <laughs> we set these trains going, and we needed you to solve it. Oh, that's a. I imagine. <laughs> I love the idea of like, like some some kid doing um like a word problem on a math test. And then he's like, oh, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. And yeah. then it just cuts to the trains. And it's like, what do you mean? What do you mean Billy didn't answer the question? We're all going to die. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> the kid's like, what's the point? It's not like this is real life. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see like the, the teacher like sweating. <laughs> Um, he's, his face is in shadow and he's on the phone and he's like, I have some bad news. I have some bad news. <laughs> Billy failed the test. <laughs> no one can save no you now. Can... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's very funny. That's a drawing idea. Yeah. That's like... a drawing idea. I like that Let's a lot. Let's write it down. That's good. We did Put it. it on the list. This question also made me think, because like, 
I guess I didn't take many hard sciences in college. I was a you liked a, a soft. Science. I was a business major. A tender science, <laughs> the science of love making. <laughs> I was a love making major, <laughs> uh, and so all of the uh, all the word problems for for business classes. The assumption is you're just trying to make as much money as possible. So, like, right, I guess yeah. an unrealistic word problem would be. You know, you've you've got you've got a certain amount of inventory, sure, and uh, and it, it costs this much to make it, and uh, and, and you're trying to maximize profits. Uh, assume assume you actually give a shit about the environment. Oh yeah. Uh, assume assume you uh, want to pay your workers a living wage. Right. This, these would actually be like nice word problems yeah, to give people, but in they school. are they are unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> I, I imagine, like, in college, you know, and you've got business majors taking these classes, mm-hmm. and if all the classes are, like, telling you constantly to assume that you're going to be a good person after yeah. you graduate, <laughs> assume, assume that you, you care. Assume that you have to care about, assume that these every person that you employ is a living, breathing soul. Yeah, and that... they have their own needs and desires, <laughs> and you, you have the power to make their lives less miserable. If you take a small pay cut, they can... They can actually... They can know. have a much higher quality of living. <laughs> Assume that. Assume that. And then if every class does that, by the time they graduate, the only business they're going to know how to do is, is like, helpful business. Is helpful business. Is good business for their, their employees. And then one shit is going to get in there and not care, and he's going to drive them all out of business because everybody's going to go his, for... Because of his predatory practices. Yes. Man, if no one was an asshole... If, if business would be so much assume, better. Assume no one is an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most unrealistic assumption in any word problem. Assume no assholes. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like a kid, I remember I had this like, I thought one time like, what if you just took all the money? Like if all the money in the world just disappeared, there was no more currency. Mm-hmm. And like the, my thought experiment was if everyone just like kept working because it was like the right thing to do and we needed people to do it and like mm-hmm. no one changed anything about what they did except there's just no money and nothing costs anything anymore hmm. the world could technically just keep on going as it's going right but it would yeah. require everyone to not everyone, be an asshole every everyone would have to not be an asshole and that's the thing because it's maybe you're not an asshole but you but you assume that there's going to be an asshole and yeah. then it's like, well, I'm working my butt off, and there's some asshole. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah, and yeah. Then, like if, it, if some this fictional asshole you ju- is not going to do you, it, you just need you just need the idea of there being an asshole for the whole thing to crumble. God, yeah. You don't even need for what? What if there was no asshole the entire time? It do was just everyone are... <laughs> assumed that they were going to be preemptively assholed. And so they had to asshole in advance. And they had to asshole to protect themselves. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. We might be onto something here. Is that a drawing? I mean, think <laughs> think about this. Have you ever met an asshole? Yeah, I have. Damn yeah. it. Oh, man. That goes Fuck. right out the window. I've met a lot of assholes. Oh, yeah. I, I did. But what if they just thought I was going to be an asshole yeah, and they were if... protecting themselves? Yeah, I guess... D- yeah, I've seen, I've experienced assholes, but have I have I really met them? Have I really gotten to know them? You never really got inside, you know? You didn't give them a chance. Yeah. I think we can all agree it's Nathan's fault. I think we all need to just get inside some assholes. Get inside some assholes. Just That's get in the there. ultimate lesson of this episode. 
<laughs> last last episode That's we talked stupid joke. we talked about dicks a lot. Jacob, you weren't there for that one. I wasn't, but so I can I'm glad it. I'm glad we <laughs> I'm glad we've come around to assholes on this one. It's good. So are, are we thinking there's any drawing? I feel like it's it's such a big premise. It's hard to like narrow yeah. to a, a, a single comic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I I do like the idea of you know the basic idea of this email where it's like a word problem with an unrealistic assumption. Yeah. That there there must be like a joke we could make there that would that would sum up pretty easily. Okay. Like maybe if it was like like a big complicated math problem, mm-hmm. and then at the end it's like assume that. All mathematics is just an illusion made up by humankind to explain the world around them and none of it really matters. Or something like really like nihilistic. As- assume the pointlessness of all things, yeah, assume of po- all human endeavor. <laughs> assume this matters. As- assume in, this matters. In any way. <laughs> I, yeah. do, I do kind of like that as an angle of like a kid in school and he's like reading the math problem. Like this is stupid. It doesn't matter at all. And then he gets to the next line and it's like, assume this matters and is important for you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get another email. Yeah. Want to look at another email? Let's look at another email. This email comes to us from Justin. Uh, it's titled Online Store Hours. Hey, Duddles. You're not a Duddle. Wow. Wow. Incredibly rude. You uh you weren't there for the Duddles. Does that mean I don't get to answer this one? Mm, I'll make you an honorary Duddle for Thank this you. episode. But it's just temporary? It's a No, once you're once you're made an honorary Duddle. Do I get a certificate? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. I kissed him right on the forehead. Justin writes, "Hey Duddles, I was walking out of Staples the other day and saw a sign that said, order online anytime. I've been thinking about this ever since. I mean, really, are there websites that only operate during certain hours? I'm not sure this makes a drawing, but it's too long for a tweet, so do with it what you will. Thank you for letting me waste not only your time, but hopefully your audiences as well. That's a good question and also a funny premise. It is a funny premise. The idea that you could click on a website and it would be like, we're closed. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, we're closed. (laughs) Come back between the hours of 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. <laughs> when our employees are, are staffing this website. I mean, I think that is a funny drawing. Maybe just like if websites acted like... Like, like real businesses yeah. or something. I think that's, that's really funny. That would, that would make a good like, little article. Yeah, you do, do a little four-panel four panel split screen. What are some others? It's closed. They, they have... Uh, yeah, they, they have they have hours where they're open and closed. Hours of operation. There, you have to like interact with with real people on the website in order to operate. There's just like yeah, there, like, it, you can't just like of, click through and like choose what you want. Instead of having buttons, it's just it's just a chat window. Yeah, with a, <laughs> with a person is like, hi there, welcome to <laughs> welcome to the website. What can I help you with? That would explain like, why it's closed. Since yeah, they, they have to pay people to be online. For those times. To, to do it for you. That's what always blows my mind about those, like, 24-hour customer service things where, like, you just go online and start a chat. Yeah. There's just someone who's working. Yeah, they're just there. They're just there. They're I just think there. a lot of those things do, like, they have, like, a big freelancer pool where mm. you can, like, log in, log out kind of on your own time and 
and uh, just like spend like three hours here and there, just like sitting there, kind of like Uber. Oh, sure. Or something. Like they know the protocol and they just log on and just like wait to see if anyone needs them for a time. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had positive. Speaking of of not assholes, I've I've had very positive experiences with any of these uh, these chat help things. Do you think they're robots? They could be robots. We wouldn't know. I would have no way to know. And that would be a really good cover for an all robot business. I guess they're more likely to be robots just based on my interactions with humans. Yeah, and this is so much nicer. They're so <laughs> they're so helpful. Yeah. They like, seem to know what they're doing. No human could know what they're doing this much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No one's ever been this nice to me. <laughs> I've just been talking to friendly robots this whole time. You sure have. <laughs> Dang. I, I should have been asking them robot questions. They won't answer those. They won't. I'll just be like... They'll get deactivated that's on the how, spot. <laughs> is when they, they solve my issue and then they have one other question... Or they're like, uh, can I help you with anything else? And I just say, yeah, what is love? <laughs> the screen just like flickers yeah. and t- turns to static. <laughs> is that a comic? Just like a person having a, an online help session with the with someone and it's just like, oh, thanks for helping me. Uh, can I help you with anything else? And then what is love? Then it just it cuts to the other side, and it's just like a robot sitting at a computer. Yeah, and it's just it just single like a, yeah, a single it, tear comes out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for that to work, it would have to be clear that it was like a robot from the beginning or something, mm. where it's like you're using like one of those help bots for like a service, you know, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. welcome to you know tech help. I'm I'm helper bot. How can I help you today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it, it actually helps you, and then at the end you ask ask it what love is, and then it, it could cut to a robot with a single tear. Single tear. Because it can't understand. Single tear robot. That's a, That hasn't been done before, right? No one's ever done a single tear robot. No one's ever done a crying robot. No, no. one's ever done a single tear joke. No, certainly not. We um, could, you could also do a thing that's, like, how to detect a robot. Yeah. Or, like, ways to tell that who you're talking to as a robot or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it could it could even be yeah, it doesn't even need to be like an online helper. It could just you're just talking to a person in a store and they're like, "Can I help you with anything else?" and you say and and you ask the question like that and then like their skin melts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a robot. And the guy's underneath. just like, "I knew it." I kn- oh, I knew it. You were too helpful. <laughs> you found me out. <laughs> Oh man, we're talking about robots. Carlos not even here to do his robot he voice. He does the best robot voice. Oh man, dang. Or maybe it's like if he asks the robot what is love, and the robot cries a single tear, and then he's like, "Let me show you." And then they're just oh like, yeah. Then they're just like on a beach and together. Then it just, oh, that's that's the better. That's a happy punchline. Yeah, we could do a happy. Punch. Let me show you. <laughs> yeah, like the title of the comic is "How to Detect a Robot." Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, it starts out as like, are they, are they more friendly and helpful than a regular person? Yeah. Ask them a trick question. Feel bad. Yeah, feel bad feel for bad what you've for, done. Feel bad for what you've done. After all, they were the only one who showed you true kindness. Yeah. Maybe they're not so different after all. <laughs> not so different after all. <laughs> Aw, that's nice. Marry a robot. Marry a robot. Is what uh, I'm getting at. Well, uh, I'm going to go marry a robot. We're going to go marry robots. Uh, We'll be right back after this message. 
Bye. Hey, Jacob. Oh, hello. Welcome to the ad time. Oh my god, it's such a wonderful place. You're you're in here. You're in the ad portion of the episode. We don't normally bring our guests in here, but you're a guest host, so I you're... I sneaked in, dude. You're gonna help me tell our listeners about our sponsor, Blue Apron. That's like the thing you wear when you cook, right? It is a, it is a, a thing you can wear, but it is also the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Well, that sounds dope. Yeah. What they do is they mainly, I mean, you should know what Blue Apron is at this point. But I just, do. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Just in case, just in case you don't, they mail you a box. It's full of ingredients and recipes. And you follow the recipes and you use the ingredients and you make restaurant quality meals for yourself and friends and loved ones. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to do Blue Apron for like eternity. And um, I think maybe I'll use this episode. Hey. And whatever our coupon code is. Oh, dude, the coupon code is, and I like saying coupon instead of coupon. Uh, you just go to uh, blueapron.com slash we draw. We do draw. And you get three meals for free. Three for free. Yeah, where else are you going to get that? Where else are you going to get that? Let's, hey, let's take a look at some of their upcoming meals. They're, they, I would love to know what that's, they are. That's always fun to read. Ooh, we've got warm smoked trout and asparagus salad with fingerling potatoes and garlic croutons. That's crazy. Wait, but spiced zucchini enchiladas, though. With creamy lime and tomato rice? A zucchini enchilada? Yeah. I've never even heard of such a thing, but I want to hear more about it in my mouth. They got peach... Honey glazed chicken with mashed sweet potatoes, collard greens, and Thai basil. What a what a combo. It's like stuff, too, that I would never think to even make. Right. Even if I wanted to go to the store and buy all of these, like, unique and weird ingredients that right. go into these. Which you're not, you're not going to get the perfect portions at the store. You're going to end up with so much leftover Thai basil. Yeah. And it's going to go bad in like a couple days, Yeah, and I'm wasting all this Thai basil. They give you exactly the right amounts, so there's no waste. And the cool thing is, if you do end up doing a recipe that you like, you just, you just have that recipe, though. Yeah, you can literally just make it. You can make it whenever you want. You can go get the ingredients again later. Like, I I never heard of the seasoning Razal Hanout before. I still haven't. It that sounds, sounds like the bad guy it, in Batman. It sounds like a Batman villain. It's actually a delicious spice combo. It was in one of the recipes that I got from Blue Apron, and now I just cook with it because it's good. Dang, that's dope. It's very dope. Uh, it's it's very fun. It's affordable as well. It's uh, for less than $10 per person per meal. They've always got a rotating menu. There's always fun new crazy food combinations they're doing. It's easy enough. Uh, step-by-step instructions, even, even I was able to figure them out. And are you? You're not like a big cook. Normally. I'm not. I'm. I'm the smallest cook. The smallest, tiniest cook. I'm the teensy weensiest cook, and I figured it out because they have. They got like picture instructions. Oh, that's so nice. It shows you exactly how it's supposed to look when you do it. Yeah, it's very nice. And since Nathan is very tiny and also can't read, it was perfect for it... him. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I can read, Jacob. I'm reading the ad copy as we speak. Don't give it away, dude. Oh, well, this is the part I must read. Yeah. So I'm going to read it. Do it. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with with free shipping. That's important. By going to blueapron.com slash we draw. You will love 
how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's to you. That's to you, Jacob. I'm going to stop waiting. Don't wait. You've been waiting. Don't. I'm gone next week, but as soon as I get back, it's Blue Apron time, It's baby. Blue Apron time. That's blueapron.com slash we draw. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Jacob, let's get back to the show. Yeah, dude, I'm ready. Woo! Hi guys, we're back. Um, I missed you. I missed you too. Jacob and I both married robots. We did. Um, I'm incredibly happy. I already got divorced from mine oh, because God. I was a I was a bad husband. Oh Nathan, no. I was not. I was not attentive to my robot's needs. But luckily, um, luckily the robot I married is doing great. They they found a nice computer. They 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 work better together. We're, we're having dinner. Uh, we're having dinner this weekend. Oh, that's very open of you. Yeah, I I, I wish them the best. That's very kind of you, Nathan. Yeah. And I hope that they find a peaceful and happy life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not filling my pockets with magnets. Nathan, I, I see magnets sticking out of your pockets. Nope. You take those out. No. Be happy for your robot ex-wife. I'm so, I'll be so happy when they get magnetized. Nathan, no. Come on. <laughs> this is why you're a bad husband. <laughs> I'm in it for me, baby. <laughs> I Looking want, out for number one. I want revenge. Uh, we, before we started recording this episode, uh, put out a call on Twitter for suggestions, and as always, uh, you wonderful, wonderful <laughs> listeners. Nailed it in one. Yep. Provided some great responses. Uh, this one comes to us from Buckets. Buckets! With exclamation point, uh, at Celestial Burns, an anti-smoking ad but replace cigarettes with kazoos. That's very good. That's very good. Because, um, like, my, it immediately jumps to my mind of, like, like a haggard-looking person at yeah. their job, and they're like, I got to go out for a break. And they walk outside and just... <laughs> they're standing in a group of people all playing kazoos together. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, like, cowboys out on the trail. They yeah. They pull out their kazoos. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're not even playing like songs. They're just, just yeah. like taking hits. Of yeah, a kazoo. they're just they're inhale because kazoos make a different noise if you inhale. Right? Yeah, yeah, you they got, do. You, you have to hum. You don't if you just blow on a kazoo. Yeah, I mean, it's not going like to make a noise. This is a good platform for us to talk about how kazoos are fucking bullshit. And I think that they're it's not time. instruments. They're not anything. They're just a plastic <laughs> tube that you hum into. Hey, how about an anti-kazoo ad where we p- replace the kazoos with cigarettes? Because at least cigarettes give you a buzz. And they look cool when and you they... do them. <laughs> kazoos make you look like an idiot and sound like an idiot. And also they don't do anything. Jacob coming out very anti-kazoo. I'm anti-kazoo and I will not be swayed on this. <laughs> Kazoos? Kazoos are bullshit. Oh, I had one as a kid, and it's like I blew into it, and just nothing happens. You have to hum yourself. You gotta hum yourself. It just makes your humming sound worse. Yeah, it makes your humming sound bad. <laughs> Kazoos? That's a good public service announcement. Kazoos are bullshit. Yeah. Um, if Jacob, if you want to do your own drawing for this week's app, I think perhaps you you should make the kazoos are bullshit. An, an anti-kazoo PSA? Yeah. I, I think I could definitely do that because I got a lot of feelings <laughs> on the matter. So, I mean, in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, having an ad that is coming out strong anti-kazoos, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good 
public service. I think that's a good public service. I think people need to remember, because I even forgot for a second. I was thinking of harmonicas. Yeah, harmonicas are cool. Harmonicas, you blow into them and they make sounds. Yeah, there's there's a level of skill involved. Like, sometimes it just sounds like a train if you just blow on all of it, but, like, you can actually make melodies if if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what but I'm doing. But that doesn't stop you but from the, blowing but, on that Monica. Yeah. I'll blow I'll blow a Monica. You sure will, buddy. Mm. Uh, well, we've come to the part of the show where we have to decide what to draw. And I think I've got two top contenders. Yes. For me. Yes, go for it. Um, the first is the child taking a test with the trains word problem yeah, in yeah. it. I think that one's my favorite too because it's just so simple and very yeah. funny. And uh, and they 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 don't get it right, and then the actual trains are uh, are doomed. Yeah, like it'd be funny too if like the kid re- clearly didn't give a shit. Yeah, like he's taking the test like, and like Ugh. he writes like IDK six law. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like cuts to the conductor and they're looking at like a screen and it just says IDK six law and then like close up on their face like. Oh my god. <laughs> and then an explosion. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, our other contender is how to spot a robot, but it becomes how to love a robot. How to love a robot, yeah. I, I like that one too, though. They're they're both really good. They're both really good. Um, what we've been doing, Jacob, you haven't uh, necessarily been listening to the show. No, sure haven't. But sometimes we will leave it on a cliffhanger if we have two front runners and... Because oftentimes, when we sit down to actually draw the comic, one just works better than the other. Yeah, for sure. So I think those are our two ideas. I think they're both pretty great. I think those are our two ideas. One of them's going to get drawn. One of them will come back again for a redemption episode. Oh, does that happen? We did... Oh my God, Jacob! (laughs) Listen to the show! Nathan, quick question. Listen to episode 50, the redemption episode. It's good! Quick question, though, before we continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a podcast? <laughs> Fuck. Because I'm unclear on that one. <laughs> Caldwell! <laughs> Caldwell, we need you! Can he hear you? I don't know. Hey, Caldwell... Is that what a podcast is? Caldwell, if you're listening, respond. No, not no, not you, other not, listeners. Not you again. No. You had your chance. No, don't cry again. No, okay. Listen. Mm. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. Here's a tissue. Here's a tissue. Blow your Here's nose. Tissue. Get Blow yourself your nose. together. Get it? Hey, get it together. Reconsider your opinions. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> there's, oh, God, I hope there's someone named Jeff listening. Yeah, so you're going to do kazoos or bullshit. Yeah, and I might do a kazoo I'll, PSA. I'll do, I'll do one of those. Caldwell's only gone for this one episode. We we just timed it wrong. We forgot we had a sponsored one. Uh, but it worked out for me. I got to be on a fun show with my buddy yeah, Nathan. But Caldwell's coming back. We will negotiate his return with our skills, with yeah. our very broad. Yeah, we have to untaken him. We have to untaken Caldwell. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to email us your suggestions for conversation topics and drawing ideas, you can email us at wswdshow at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at wswdpod. Go to whatshouldwedraw.com to see. All of the finished drawings from this and other weeks, we try to upload them within a reasonable amount of time from when the episode posts. We've got 
bit of a backlog at the moment, but uh, I'm sure once we get Caldwell and taken, uh, they he'll will, fix everything. He'll fix everything. Oh goodness, I hope he fixes everything. You can <laughs> follow me on Twitter at at Nathan Yaffe and Jacob. You are I am at Flobe Comic F L O A B Comic. And uh, check out all of Jacob's great work on collegehumor.com. He's uh, illustrating articles there. If you want an easy way to keep track of all the stuff I make and do, facebook.com slash for lack of a better comic is where I post pretty much everything. That's good, too. So uh, go follow that page, and you can see all my comics and stuff. And watch our YouTube show, Drawfee. You're on that a bunch as well. I'm on that a bunch. And uh, you're on basically almost every episode of our Facebook-exclusive Drawfee Beans. That's true. So like I'm the Drawfee, like the Drawfee Facebook page. Also, uh, if you're feeling nice, why don't you leave a review of our show on iTunes? You could do it. You could do it. You could do it right now. You could do it right now. I'm gonna read a review. Imagine how good you would feel if you did it. I'm gonna read a review. Here it comes. Here comes a review. Here comes a review. He's he's downloading a review right now. We're using um, 56K <laughs> modem. He has to download the review. We have to hang up the phone call to, to download it. Sorry. This is a nice review from DK12774. That's probably a robot. Maybe. If, I'm, if I had to guess, I'd say that's a robot. That's a robot. Even robots love the Even show. Even robots like the show. Uh, they wrote, whoops, accidentally binged all 52 episodes in a few days. And then they wrote some nice stuff. Thank you, DK12774, for being a robot and still listening to our show. Yeah, just, just writing reviews helps us get found on iTunes. It increases the chance that perhaps new people will come and, and listen to our show. So, so keep doing it. We appreciate it. We've already got exactly 170 customer reviews. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Might I also note that all of your ratings are five stars. All of our ratings are five stars. Which no is, one's ever rated you less than that, and I don't think that will ever change. I hope that never changes. That'd be great if that continues. Guys, th- this has been What Should We Draw? And, uh, and Jacob, I think I know what we should draw. Is that how it ends? <laughs> Perfect. Fantastic. Excellent. Great job. Cut, print. We got it. Print it out. Send it to the printer. Send it to the desk jet. (laughs) Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.